This podcast is supported by Anchor FM. If you've ever thought about doing your own podcast, then check out Anchor FM. Anchor FM is a free podcast platform that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Or your tablet if you got one. I really can't recommend these guys enough. It was worth switching over from another platform. Once you set up your podcast, Anchor FM will automatically distribute it to all other platforms like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or such and such. It's very easy, very streamlined, and you can start making money immediately. Download the free Anchor app or log on to anchor.fm to get started. This is a Kitty Pod production. From Television City in Hollywood. Psychedelic flow, I'm the dope and the antidote. Stay down the street from the package store, what you know? Going back and forth, in and out, moving lateral. Tools like mechanics, taking women for collateral. Put her on the saddle with a paddle and an Adderall. Just trying to strain it out like Lattimore. Old time ass, getting to you are unemployed. I buy my girl a building with the furniture. You still getting the hell done, I'm on the tummy tuck. Yeah, I'm two chains, I'm on double up. Hey, man! Welcome to episode 102 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, the most above average podcast ever to hit your ear holes, and the podcast that never dies, pandemic or not. My name, of course, and as always, is Jason Bullitt. The regulator, innovator, dominator, creator, updater, pussy, imitator, assassinator, baby. I demand the hour, demand the power, too sweet to be sour. And I'm coming to you once again from the rolling hills of Saratoga County, New York. I'm recording this on a Friday night, 17th of July, 2020. Still in the middle of a pandemic. And here it is, the middle of summer. Just yesterday, the Saratoga race course opened up. No fans in attendance, though I did hear that there is some optimism that they might cap attendance the rest of the meet. We'll see how things go with coronavirus cases, this, that, and the other. I doubt it, though. And I'm no doctor. I'm not Dr. Anthony Fauci. But either way, I'm going to describe how I'm fitting into the new normal, how I'm embracing things here. Just a little temp check of sorts, metaphorically speaking. But first, let me get to my social media plugs. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at keep underscore podcast. My civilian Instagram is available for you at Jason underscore 51838, though I haven't been posting much, to be honest with you, since this whole pandemic began. I got it in early, but it wasn't, you know, being out and about because there was really no reason. There's also the Keep It To Yourself Facebook page. Just check that out. And the world's loneliest email, kitypod at gmail.com. You can also listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And you can do the same with my sister podcast, CR Crime, which describes tales of true crime in New York's capital region. This week's most recent episode will be available for you on that feed as well, and I'll tell you what the subject's about at the end of the show. Well, gang, here it is. The new normal brought on by the coronavirus pandemic. The reign of King COVID-19 is holding strong here, not only in New York's capital region, the rolling hills of Saratoga County, but throughout the world, too. My furlough about two and a half months ended last month on June the 10th. I got called back to work. I work at this place called eBiz Docs. We help out with data entry archiving documents on microfilm 
We help out a bunch of state government agencies. So I was very glad to be back to work. Now, social distancing, wearing masks, those have become the thing now. And we're no different. As for what happens during the day, of course, we work. But when it comes to lunchtime, the break room is no longer what it used to be, at least right now anyway. That's also been transformed to workspace. We can still use the microwave when we bring stuff in for lunch if we need to use it. Early on, I just used sandwiches. I wasn't really sure what to have for lunch. So I just made sandwiches until I said, I asked, hey, we can still use the microwave in the break room, right? And they said, yes. I'm like, okay, well, just want to get confirmation. Trust but verify. And also as such, we can't use the break room for eating, as I tried to mention earlier. However, we do have the option of eating the little benches near the break room. We can eat at our desk, and if it's a nice day out, we can even eat in our car or go outside. So I got that going for me, I guess. It's pretty nice, too. I've also eaten in the reception area because nobody's really using it right now. I couldn't use it early on because they were still renovating the building when we got furloughed back in late March. So I've been eating my desk rarely. I've gone out to my car when it's been rather tolerable out, especially in the summertime with the heat and humidity. So things have been going good at work, all things considered. Back before the pandemic, one of my big hangouts was a certain bar in Troy, New York. And I got to experience it in a whole new way, even though it was rather different. So for the first time ever, we present Tales of Franklin Alley. Coronavirus edition. Franklin Alley almost became one of the victims of the pandemic when they were forced to close in mid-March, at least for normal services anyway. So in that instance, they had to switch to takeout and I was a little hesitant at first to support them, but these are good friends, Frank and Heidi Sakari. And I really hate to see them go out of business. They poured everything they had into it. You heard Frank in our Small Business Salute in episode 101. So when I found out there had been a Cinco de Mayo promotion at Franklin Alley, I said, I'm jumping in. If ever there was a time to help my friends, this would be it. So I went in and ordered Burrito Bowl. This is a promotion between Burrito Burrito and Franklin Alley. I got a Southwest Burrito Bowl. It was real good. Frank was going in and out of the kitchen. I wasn't sure how things were. I was drive-up service, but there are already people in the alley waiting alongside, maintaining social distancing, wearing masks, all that. Placed my order online that Monday, and then Tuesday I drove down into downtown Troy. I don't know why I drove my car in the alley. That was kind of a dumb move in my opinion, but old Francis Sicari was out there. He got my order in after a while. They were running with a skeleton crew down at the bar. And I got my order. It was real good. I told Frank as much via the text. Now Franklin Alley is back to almost but not quite full operation. They put a little patio out in the alley. So you get like the outdoor dining now. You can still get takeout though. I haven't even tried it yet. So there you go. Thankfully things are humming along with Franklin Alley Social Club. And when it's safe to go back inside, I'll certainly do that. This has been Tales of Franklin Alley, Coronavirus Edition.
And this is episode 102 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. I figured we're going to lead you into the number one hit of the summer of 2002, which was number one on the Billboard charts this week in 2002, Hot and Her by Nelly. Starting senior year of high school and going right through my college years, Nelly was on top of the heap in the rap game all the way from St. Louis. Hot and Her, unfortunately, was in its last week at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. It went up there for a good few weeks. 2002 is a year I really don't remember much about, even though it was my first full year as a college student. I began the year as a freshman and ended the year as a sophomore. Not much in the news that I can recall. The SARS epidemic began, and I mentioned that in the middle of a coronavirus epidemic. Wasn't anywhere as far-reaching as what we're going through now. And also the Mars Odyssey space probe got going too in 02. We had some debuts and births. One human birth to mention, and that is that of Finn Wolfhard. He's a member of the cast of the popular Netflix series Stranger Things. As for debuts, on the international financial stage, the Euro made its debut. A single currency used throughout Europe, replacing the franc, the German mark, not the British pound, thankfully, but other currencies were dropped in favor of the Euro. On the local sports scene, remember that? The Tri-City Valley Cats played their first ever season at Joe Bruno Stadium. No, not that Joe Bruno, the Senator Joe Bruno. On the campus of the Hudson Valley Community College in Troy, while the Albany Conquest played their first ever Arena Football League season, what was the Arena League's, well, developmental league, for lack of a better term? Pretty loosely said. This is going to be a quicker a quicker segment than most in past years. We're going to go right to the obits here. Just going to speed things along. And before we get to the obits of 2002, and there were plenty, I just want to take this opportunity to let you know this is a hybrid episode here. I'm going to take you back to the summer of 2018, an interview I did with Jim Perello, which I consider to be an all-time classic. If you've no idea of what I'm talking about here, that was from episode 50 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, which dropped after the July 4th weekend of 2018. It was on that Friday that Jim and I got together at the Parting Glass in Saratoga, and we sat down, had ourselves a chat, and it's an all-time classic. You have to hear it to believe it. All right, on to the obits of 2002. Peggy Lee. It's my party and I cry if I want to. Well, a lot of people cry when she passed away. The Sweetie Pie from Tenafly, New Jersey. Cyrus Vance. Secretary of State under President Jimmy Carter. His son was in the news having to deal with our current chief executive. Jack Shea. Now, for those who don't know, Jack Shea was a bobsledder who won a gold medal for the United States at the 1932 Olympics in Lake Placid. Before that year's Winter Games in Salt Lake City in 2002, he died in a drunk driving accident. His son Jim won the gold medal, and there was an emotional scene when he held a picture of his father, who had been killed some time earlier in the drunk driving crash when Jim won the gold medal. His dad must have been looking down from heaven on that scene. A big part of our childhood went away in 2002 with the passing of animator Chuck Jones, the creator of many uh, Looney Tunes cartoons for Warner Brothers. The world of music lost many great luminaries in 2002. Joe Strummer, lead singer of The Clash, one of the influential punk bands 
of the late 70s, early 80s. Waylon Jennings, outlaw country singer. Looking back, Texas, Waylon Willie and the boys. Lisa Left Eye Lopez, that was tragic. Of TLC, that was my childhood right there, going into my tweener years. Or what can be best described as them nowadays. Ray Conniff, if you're of a certain age, you remember the Coca-Cola ads. I like to teach the world to sing. You remember that? That was Ray Conniff's doing right there. Lonnie Donegan had a great novelty song in the 1950s. Does your chewing gum lose its flavor on the bedpost overnight? Lionel Hampton, jazz musician, also passed in 2002. Ditto for John Etwistle, bass player of The Who. The summer of 2002, I worked at Walmart, and I took advantage of my employee discount many times. On one occasion, I bought the Who's Greatest Hits on CD. Tells you how long ago this was, kids. And I was really digging it. I was getting into a real interest into the counterculture of the 1960s. I was of the age, I was in college. I was taught that in history class at Castleton my freshman year. That's how it went. I even read Ken Kesey's book, The Year After He Died, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, his magnum opus. Here's a left turn if ever there was any. Linda Lovelace. She was a porn actress famous for a 1972 movie called Deep Throat, and that's all I've got to say about that. Speaking of films, well, in millimeters greater than eight, Billy Wilder, wonderful director, directed such great films as Some Like It Hot. Robert Urich, actor, passed in 2002. Rosemary Clooney. I believe she's the aunt of Nick Clooney. I'm not, not Nick Clooney, George Clooney. Come on, I'm a house. Actor Rod Steiger passed away in 2002. Teresa Graves, you may remember her from Ronan Martin's Laughing and not much else. James Coburn passed away in 2002. I saw him in Snow Dogs earlier that year. That was one of his final appearances on the silver screen. Oh, the crap I saw in college, let me tell you. Money I'm never, money and time I'm never getting back. George Roy Hill. This is the man who directed one of my favorite movies of all time, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid with Paul Newman and Robert Redford in the lead roles. Dudley Moore, great comedic actor. Ditto for Milton Berle, a comic actor and a comic actor. He was a star of radio, one of the first comedy stars to make it on television, the Texaco Star Theater when it went to television. Lane Staley, back to music, the lead singer of Allison Chains, died tragically in 2002. He was only 34 years old. How about that? British royalty took two massive hits and with two massive departures in 02, Princess Margaret and then the mother of Queen Elizabeth. Both went to the Windsor Castle in the sky. I don't know how else to put it, folks. Speaking of people who went to early, Daniel Pearl, journalist, was beheaded in Afghanistan. And he had a tenuous local connection. And when I say local, that too is also tenuous. He spent his time previously as a reporter for the Berkshire Eagle, Pittsfield, Massachusetts. The world of professional wrestling lost Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog. Two mafiosi met their fates in 2002, Joey Bananas. Joseph Bonanno, and of course the big one, John Gotti, died in prison. Back to music, we're going all over the place. Dee Dee Ramone passed away a year after Joey Ramone. So the Ramones were truly done for. Ted Williams going to the world of sports. 
legendary slugger with the Boston Red Sox, the last person ever to hit for a 400 batting average, hit 406 in 1941. A bit of controversy with his death. He wanted to be cryogenically frozen, or so one member of his extended family thought. This was a tragic loss in the world of music. Jam Master Jay, born Jason Mizell of Run DMC, got gunned down in the streets of New York. Byron Wizard White, a football player turned Supreme Court Justice. What a turn that was. Lawrence Tierney, great actor. I saw him in Reservoir Dogs. He was the guy who organized Mr. Pink, Mr. White. He's got Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth, Steve Buscemi. I'm Mr. Pink. You're a fucking faggot, all right? Spike Milligan. Now, when my college career wrapped up, I really got interested into the Goon Show. It was Spike Milligan along with Harry Seacombe and Peter Sellers who did a surrealist radio show and took, you know, literal humor, fourth wall getting breaking, getting broken down and breaking down. Hello. Put on your mask, girl. Clark, stay six feet away, please. And I really dug the show. I had it early on from the mid-aughts to about later on in the decade. I just kind of got interested in other things. That's just how it is with me. And those are some, but not all, the great obits of 2002. Moving on to pop culture now. Major League Baseball, back to this now. The Anaheim now, Los Angeles La- Angels. I won't say Los Angeles Lakers. Well, we'll mention them later. The Anaheim Angels, later the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Now the Los Angeles Angels won their first and to date only World Series in 2002. But the year in baseball will be remembered by two things. Number one. July 9th, 2002 in Milwaukee. The All-Star Game ended in a tie when both teams ran out of players. And what a debacle that was. Baseball's death was narrowly averted later that season when at the 11th hour, a strike by players was narrowly aborted on August 30th. In the National Football League, we saw the start of a sporting dynasty in Super Bowl 36 which was played in February for the first time ever due to 9-11, when the New England Patriots won their first ever Super Bowl, defeating the St. Louis, now Los Angeles Rams, on a last-second field goal by Adam Vinatieri. Johnny Paxton will snap from the far hash mark, angle to the left for Adam Vinatieri, 48-yard field goal attempt. Set to go, snap, ball down, kick up, kick is on the way, and it is good! I would be remiss if I didn't mention the halftime show with U2 and paying tribute to the victims of 9-11. My favorite Super Bowl halftime show of all time. As for the Patriots, it was only the beginning, not only for that team, but for the city of Boston as well. In the National Hockey League, the Detroit Red Wings won the Stanley Cup for the third time in six years. It would be the last for Scotty Bowman, their legendary head coach. In the NBA, the Los Angeles Lakers Clean swept the New Jersey, now Brooklyn Nets, to win their third consecutive NBA championship of the decade, century, and millennium. How about that? Phil Jackson, another three-peat. Who'd have thunk it? Brazil took home the Jules Remake trophy 
in the World Cup, which was held between South Korea and Japan. And, of course, we got to mention the Winter Olympics that took place in Salt Lake City, Utah, that February. Memorable Games, a great opening ceremony that also paid tribute to the victims of 9-11. The World Trade Center flag was carried in during the opening ceremonies. Sarah Hughes and Sasha Cohen made names for themselves on the ice and figure skating. Apollo Anton Ono stirred up some controversy en route to gold in the men's speed skating. And, of course, unfortunately, Team USA lost to Canada in the men's semi in the men's gold medal round. Is that, well, to be honest with you, I forgot. <laughs> I'm a little messed up here. Sorry, it's late. But U.S. men's hockey lost to Canada. That would have been something. Canada beat us on our own ice for the men's hockey gold. In college football, Miami beat the Cornhuskers in Nebraska 37-14 to win the school's fifth national championship and their last to date. The mighty will have fallen later on as the decade wore on. Meanwhile, in basketball, March Madness. Remember that? That was a thing. The Terrapins of the University of Maryland won their first and so far only NCAA basketball championship. We move now to the world of cinema. The best picture of 2001 at the Oscars was A Beautiful Mind. It won four Oscars out of eight nominations. The top grossing film, however, we're seeing the start of the superhero movies becoming a thing in 2002. Spider-Man was the top grossing film in the United States, taking home over $403 million at the U.S. box office. As for the Grammys... The original soundtrack of the movie Old Brother Where Art Thou, another one of my favorite movies of all time, took home the honors for Best Album. There was a gentleman in Vermont by the name of Dan Taminsky who helped out with the big track out of the album Man of Constant Sorrow. I believe it's from White River Junction as far as I know. Meanwhile, back to you too. Oh man, the early 2000s, a career revival. Their song, Walk On, from the album All That You Can't Leave Behind, one of my favorite albums of all time, took home the honors for best record. And there was also a revival in rock music, too. Bands like The Strokes and The White Stripes came to prominence during this time. And that will do it for the year 2002. And now we go back to 2018 and 2020 for a second. As I bring you an interview I did during the July 4th weekend of 2018 with Jim Perillo. Get ready and buckle up for a ride on the crazy train, especially when an intruder shows up later on. Sit back and enjoy. Here we are at the Parting Glass in uh, the Spa City, Saratoga Springs, New York, episode number 50. And I can't think of a better person to have, not named Adam Parada, than Jim Perillo. <laughs> Jim Perillo, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good, Jason. How are you? I'm doing good. Pretty generic. All happy right, Friday. Happy Friday, whenever this com- or whenever this comes out. <laughs> we are recording this on the Friday night, 6th of July, 2018. 
in a nearly abandoned back room of the parting class. Thank goodness there's no live music going on here. We'd really be in a state. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, the, the often the often mentioned, often shouted out, James Perillo. That's right. But uh, rarely heard from. Well, we th- you did hear from us at the episode 41 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. We celebrate one year on the pods. I almost said on the air. Thank you for the applause. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look at the time because I just turned the phone over. Welcome to Inside Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. So, we're here to talk summer madness, but we're going to get into that in just a minute. Let's get a little background on you, Jim. Sure. Uh, you grew up in uh, Saratoga, born, raised, bred. Yeah, uh, grew up in Saratoga. Um, I've been, uh, I lived here since, uh, you know, when I was first born. That's and right. uh, I was actually thinking, we've known each other for a really long time. I have to go back to when I was uh, kind of matriculating into the third grade, and I say that advisedly because I was in special education, and only, uh, I think most every day I just come on and uh, I, did, I was with Mr. Carney, and uh, I was they let, say, me, they let me go down the hall and hang out with you guys, and that's where I met a good many of you. Uh, Molly Birdsall I met, um, Holly Sampson I believe was in that, cl- I, don't, I don't think she was, to be honest No, with Elizabeth no. Larkin, yeah. uh, um, Jennifer Washko, myself, Ger- George Ger- Biffer. The Biff, yeah. Jen Washko's out in Germany now. She's across the pond and then some. Oh, wow. She's also in Germany now, yeah. In the Berlin, yeah. So that was uh, third grade. That was many years ago. Which is like what? Is that eight years old? Eight, nine years old thereabouts. So it was like summer of like 91, 92. So that was going back many, many years. That's wild. That's like 20, 27 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I think we're in fourth grade together, too, with Mrs. Gregor at Division Street School, if I'm yep. not mistaken. Yeah. That's right. That's right. A lot of memories. So, yeah. So and, we, we, and, of course, we, we finished off elementary school having the same teacher. This is amazing. So we've known each other since uh, third grade. And um, uh, we're good here. We got the drinks. We're good. Here. Oh, okay. You're not going to eat? No. No, okay. we're good. We already ate. We're good. Thank you very much. Well, we had the uh, waitress come in here and do a run-in. <laughs> Somebody better, t- you better text Sam Charbonneau if he wants to do a run and tell him we're a part in glass. Right. Shout out to uh, the waitstaff here at Part in glass. glass. There you go. <laughs> I was first year St. Patrick's Day 2012, if anybody would care to know. But anywho, it's... All right, we're... we're oh, yeah. So, we so, got yeah, so I've, been, I've been in Saratoga my whole life, man. Just like just like you, right? Yeah. And uh, right. we've known each other since third grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, our paths have crossed parts for a great many years, and we've kind of reconnected uh, primarily I- because uh, we saw each other over Christmas this past year. Oh yeah, it was down at Ty, Tyler Kelly's place, the Barrel House. Big shout to Ty Kelly if he's listening. And to the Barrel House. World's greatest talent of tavern owner. And uh, and yeah, and I think we were, we were chatting with Anna Parada. He told me about the podcast. Yeah, um, he got he got you on board. And speaking of and speaking of podcast, he got you on board. I got you on board with something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. I was going to say you you've actually brought me on to two of my favorite podcasts. Um, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, mm-hmm. but two of my favorite ones that I listen to. That well, I listen to yours whenever it comes out. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I love what you're doing. Thank you, kindly, I think you're sir. doing a great job. Keep Thank it up. You, Thank you, sir. Uh, you should you should rate it on iTunes if you haven't and if you're listening. That's and, what I uh, tell the listeners every time. Every every time, every podcast, I say subscribe, rate, and review on uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever it's being called this week. <laughs> and then we also uh, we've been texting each other back and forth. And you mentioned Bruce Pritchard's podcast. Nothing to wrestle, to wrestle with. with. I was listening to the episode tonight with uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I saw that it just got released, so it's I haven't afternoon. listened to it yet. But I went, it went into the back catalogs. I was 
listen to the Shawn Michaels podcast or this is the Hell in the Cell podcast. Uh-huh, uh, that came out last week. That was a doozy. That's wild. So I, uh, I've been listening to him a lot. And the crazy thing about him is like that's like when that was like the prime. That was like when the we were growing era. up, right? The attitude area. Right. Yeah, we were in high school when all that was going down. Yeah. And so I used to watch a lot of it. And so I want to extend a want to extend an invitation to you uh, if there's if, if we see WWE is in Madison Square Garden. Or the the next time they're in Madison Square Garden, we should uh, we should go together because uh, I think we have some pretty decent tickets. Oh yeah, uh, MSG. Or, well, you wouldn't want to go see them at Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Well, we just have better tickets at Madison. Oh Square. yeah, yeah, better, yeah. And, and of course, WWF going back to territory days, they have uh, a long history with Madison Square Garden. You used to do house shows there on the regular. Yeah. Going back to territory, we're talking like the days of Baron Mikel Cicluna and whatnot. So, are you like a historian? I have some questions. For, I have some Go questions on. for Go the, ahead, uh, the interviewer. The I'm going to interview the interviewer turn, here for a second. Tables are getting turned here, ladies and gentlemen. So, are you like a historian? Like, do you do you know like Billy Graham and like a hist- are you a historian of all things wrestling well, or? I know where I got superstar Billy Graham from. I know he was in that territory. There's people more learned than me on that subject, but. That's just how I am. I found uh, the superstar Billy Graham. Unfortunately, that video has been taken down. It's going like, I'm the man in the hour. I'm the man with the power. Too sweet to be sour. <laughs> That's where, that channel has since been taken off YouTube, sadly. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So, all right. We're, we just, this thing's going to go off the rails early and often, ladies and gentlemen. I just thought I'd warn you. Advance. We are drinking. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you a magic hat, me a UFO, because we were at the fun bar. They don't have Utica Club, not near the darts. Anyway... So we met. We met. We went through high school together. We went through middle school, Avi. Yep. And then we our paths split apart. You went out to Ithaca College in Central New York, Finger Lakes area. That is correct, sir. Uh, graduated from Ithaca College uh, in 2005 mm-hmm. um, with a degree in accounting, and then um, moved back home for about two months. At which point, I said. Oh my God! I gotta get the heck out of here. <laughs> <Getting crazy. laughs> the parents are driving me crazy, and so uh, moved down to actually stay with Davey Martin. Oh, Dave Martin for a little I bit. I know him in New York City, and then eventually uh, got a job and moved down there myself. And I've been down in New York City uh, since 2005. You've been down the land of Biggie and Jay Z. You've been in Brooklyn, and I'm in Brooklyn right now. Actually, July 5th, 2005, was the year that I moved down there. So, so half, well, happy anniversary of moving down there. Happy move anniversary, I should say. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. You've yeah. been, how's Brooklyn been treating you, man? You've seen like uh, the hipsterization of uh, that whole bur- just about that whole borough. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. It's uh, I live in Williams. I live in Greenpoint, which is right outside of Williamsburg, yep. and. Uh, I've seen the hipsterification of it. Uh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I live with my girlfriend, Nafisa. Shout right, out to I Nafisa. Follow, shout out to Jim Perrell's girlfriend, Nafisa, or PP, maybe. Yep, that's right. I follow her on Instagram now. Don't ask me why. Well, she's a photographer, and, oh, yeah. uh, and so she takes some good ones. She takes some good shots. Uh, you only remember Frank Sicari, but his girlfriend, not his girlfriend, his wife now is, a, I think, was a photographer, but now she's a businesswoman mostly. Very nice. She's all but giving up the photography bit. Very nice. And I have not been to the Franklin Alley Social Club. Or Talk House Upstairs. Or Talk House Upstairs yet. But perhaps if I'm ever invited back to this podcast. Uh, you, you're all, hey, man, you're always welcome here. We'll have it there. Hey, man, that would be great. I talked with Frank about doing a live one down at Franklin Alley Social Club, but they're closed on Sundays this summer, so maybe in the fall we'll do it. We can try and do something like that. Frank, if you're listening, we'll get the talks going again in the fall. Yeah, Frank. We'll get that going. We're looking to come on down and do a podcast. That's right, man. 
<laughs> Frank's appeared on the show, albeit briefly. So, so there you go, right there. So, Ithaca College, you went to Brook, you gone to Brooklyn. You seen all the, you seen all the artisanal. Uh, Bread shops and whatnot, or coffee houses. <laughs> this is amazing. Artisanal donut shops, artisanal mustards, yeah, artisanal. Troy, Troy's gotten a little bit of that. They found Brooklyn uh, too expensive. They've scoped, they went upstairs up. They went upstate up the Hudson River. Yes, sir. Yeah, they, so they're having Troy's a bit of a renaissance. Yeah, up, yeah, renaissance of sorts. There was really no reason to go to Troy other than RPI hockey games, and now I'm in Troy. I'm in Troy like uh, most of the time. I, I'm still, I'm still a loyal to Saratoga, though. Just so you know. The Rolling Hills? Well, Rolling Hills of Saratoga County. Not <laughs> the south and the north. More north than the south, anyway. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about, we're going to talk a little summer madness here. Mm -hmm. here. This is when the, there's been some crazy stuff you did over the summer. Anything you want to hit me and the listeners with, go ahead. Yeah, well, the summer for me is like just kind of warming up. Uh, oh, yeah, this time of year. We're getting ready. Uh, you know, fish tour is something that oh, uh, yeah, is near yeah. and dear to my heart. Oh, you another friend of ours, Jason Emerson. Yes, he's I've seen Jason. Fish. I've seen him at a couple of the shows. Oh, uh, man, he's, he's into fish like you don't freaking know, man. So. I, I, I think I'm, I've currently been to 182 fish concerts. Get out of town and take the bus. Yes. <laughs> I'll take the bus, and as long as it's going to the next fish show, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> With you and all the other hippies. So yeah, me and, uh, me and Sam Charbonneau. Yeah, uh, I ran to Sam uh, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before. I was at Harvey's. I interviewed Adam Parada and his girlfriend. She has a She's an author now. She has a book out. I was just walking around killing time. I'm on the corner of Broadway and Lake Avenue, and guess who should run? Who should cross paths with me? Mr. Saratoga himself. Mr. Saratoga himself, Sam Charbonneau. <laughs> just said a brief hello, man. That was it. He was going to be at Druthers that night. I said, "Well, I'm going to be at Harvey's earlier that night." So that was um, that was it there. Very nice. So yeah, so summertime, summertime. I mean, we were just talking a little bit. So the racetrack is not underway just yet. It will be in two weeks. And uh, shout out and a little advice to all the listeners here, a little no notification. Don't be surprised if I talk about my trip to the track again this summer. So I'm just telling the listeners, and you too, of whom you are one. Do you normally go to opening day? Um, I did a few years, I did several years ago, but I left just sometime before... They had to clear the horses off the track. Rumor was they thought there was a tornado warning. It was like a pretty nasty storm. Oh, no they way. thought it was a tornado. I cleared out before the tor before the tornado warning. It turned out it was just a supercell thunderstorm. And then, I mean, I got out of there at a good time. I thought I was going to have to be evacuated. Do you ever go to the uh, the harness track? I only go to the race. You know, I haven't been to the harness track in many, many years. I'm more flat track than I am harness. Got it. Same here. So there you go, right there. So, so. we got, we got the we got the summer. It's very busy in town tonight. Oh yeah, well very busy tonight. I'm lucky I was able to find parking. I, I'm not going to tell where I parked the car, but it was nearby, and that's all we'll say of it. Probably just, reserved parking or something like that. Well, okay. There's a lot right across the street from where <laughs> we are, so let's just put it that way. I don't want. Oh, this is going to come out after we're feeling like, where's this car? I can't see him. I'm going to get pod groupies before this is all over. Yeah, sitting outside your car, the paparazzi. <laughs> Don't I wish. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, the, the summer, the feeling of summer madness, I think, starts when you're a kid. You know, we're off school, we're on vacation. Yeah. When we're not uh, with our parents and whatnot, uh, going hither, dither, and yither. And we've probably gotten some crazy shit back in the day. We're talking like... The peak of summer craze goes like teenage years, 20s, and 
maybe early 30s, the way people are growing up nowadays. Or not growing up. Or not growing up. Refusing to grow up. <laughs> uh, well, you probably did some crazy stuff in that whole time period. I don't know if you can pull back certain episodes uh, from your younger days. You know, the, the thing I always think about is, uh, is like, spec. Oh, yeah. During the summer. Oh, yeah. And going to concerts without uh-huh. parental supervision for the first time. Oh. And, uh, you know, maybe drinking a couple beers underage. Maybe oh, yeah, uh, right. get the fake IDs in there. Some of those reefer cigarettes, potentially, <laughs> possibly. Back to fish, folks. Maybe uh, some of that going on <laughs> at the concert. There is always some of that going on at the concerts. Hey, take hey, two puffs and pass the blunt will last. Yeah, to the left. To the left. To the left. Five to on the right hand side or left hand side, excuse me. And you know, one of, one of like the first bands that I saw, like, have you, like, there's a lot of Dave Matthews band. Oh yeah, they're gonna be in town next weekend. I heard. I, I saw that. Yeah. And a little tip here, I'm gonna play. I'm. A, I threw this in pre-production. I'm. Pl- I played you into uh, Dave Matthews Band. If that's all right by you. That's fine. I love him. He's great. He, I, he was, he's a big part of my high school. Uh, oh, yeah, middle school too. I think like yeah. summer of '95, spring summer of '95. Like we were in sixth grade. That's when. He, that's when that band took off. Became massive. Live at Red Rocks was like a oh, really big double live album from them. That's that, uh, the biggest. Yeah, the seminal moment for uh, musical for uh, musical taste. As we were like what 12, 13 years old going out. That's right. Now it's Drake. <laughs> now it's Drake. Now it's Drake. Oh, it's Drizzy. Drizzy. Did you listen to the album? Oh, what, views? Like, uh... uh... No, his new one, Scorpion, it just came out. Oh, I haven't listened to that, but you got... You kind of you kind of alerted me to Kanye West's new album. Did you listen to it? Well, I listened to one track in there. Some people are saying, well, he's gone off the rails supporting Trump and all that. I and think it's just attention, but, uh... It's a publicity stunt more than anything else. Yeah, it's been... And, a, I, and I, I like me some yay, not to interrupt. I love me some Yeezus back in the day. You just I remember when he out. first came. I remember when he first, like college dropout or late registration. That's when he was the SH. It's been a pretty, yeah, it's well, been a pretty remarkable like uh, month for uh, hip hop just in general. I mean, Kanye came out with I think uh, produced uh, four or five five albums uh, well, he, he in five did, weeks. Wow, he's been busier than a one legged man in a butt kicking contest. That's the Car- The Carters came out with an album, right? Oh, Jay Z yeah. and Beyonce. Yeah, the Carters, not Lil Wayne, but the Carters. The Carters, uh, and then um, and then Drake comes out with a twenty five album double double album. Whoa. Twenty-five uh, track, oh, like twenty-five albums. Wow, that's more productive than we were giving them. Twenty-five songs. Sorry, twenty-five, 25 songs. Like wow. So, so wow. There you go, right there, man. So I'm. I wish uh, Adam Parada was here. We mentioned him. Big shout to you, Apes, wherever you are. I started uh, following his. Uh, his, his girlfriend Amy uh, yeah, on Instagram on Instagram at M-E-Y-E-R-S-O-N in case you're interested yeah, I mean I'm like sort of his uh, sort of her manager of sorts because I was uh, in town like two weeks ago this past Wednesday and they were up at North Shore Bookstore they were doing like a reading and a signing and we were going to do the interview the night up but Adam said how about we do it the following Sunday I said alright we'll do it then nice hope you enjoyed that one it was worth braving a rainstorm to go to nice very nice yeah so they're like they're doing their book tour yeah they're wrapping up they did like a western swing they've been in your neck of the woods Jimbo before they were in Saratoga I saw that and more recently they were up in Snowmass in Colorado yeah Adam told me he'd be spending the 4th of July up in, in Colorado like Aspen and uh, you know who lives up in Snowmass uh, Kiki Swick. Oh yeah, big shout to you, Kiki Kirsten. Lady party. I believe. <laughs> I believe she is a listener. Yeah, so I, oh, I better treat her proper respect. I take back the lady party statement. I was just doing it for comedic effect. Kirsten, no offense. Anywho's it's 
I w speaking of Adam, I wish he was here because I could. I wish I had asked to go in this story because there was like a wild bacchanal at McGregor Links way back when. You growing up in Wilton. Yep. And big shout to uh, the town up north on their bicentennial. More on that later. Okay. And there was like a wild party at McGregor Links because that's where his dad is still a uh, member. Huh. I guess uh, there were certain privileges, so I think he got access to the pool and everything. There was like this wild bacchanal in the swimming pool, and Adam tells me. The next thing he knew what was going on, he had taken one of the deck chairs and he put it out in the middle of the pool and he was just boozing it up and having himself a high old drunken time. Sounds like the McGregor links that I know. <laughs> well, don't worry. Uh, Mr. Prod the Elder doesn't know I do this, nor does he know that podcast exists, so I think we can get away with that stuff. I think the heat just causes some people to do some crazy shit. That's just me talking. Indeed. And, and so with those back shows, right? Like, yeah. Uh, Dave Matthews was a band I saw yeah. from a very early time. All right. Um, there was Steve Miller Band. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, that was like, that was really, the, no, Grateful Dead was like the fish of their day. Yep. And then Tom Petty. I used to see oh, Tom yeah. Petty like R. every I. year he used to R. come. R.I.P. It's crazy. When I hear his music still, like yeah. recently, I heard it like two days ago, and I... It's crazy to think that he's gone. He's just somebody who, like, you never really thought he would go anywhere. Nine months ago, man. It's, it's wild. That's insane, man. He was one of my favorite artists of all time. He's got a lot of good hits. I speak, also, I forgot to tell Adam about this. Uh, fast forward ten years after McGregor Links. We were at a, a friend's house. I don't know if you remember Shanley Irving. I don't know if you remember yeah, her. Yeah, of course. When she lived in Saratoga. She's out in Chicago now, but... When she was out in Saratoga, we did the old high school bit where, it was like, uh, she was living at home at the time. She, uh... Snuck behind the parents' back and host a little uh, summer party in the back deck. I was there. Joe Bruno, uh, Tom Peretti was there. Not Tom Peretti and the Heartbreakers, but Tom Peretti. <laughs> we went with the Heartbreakers. With an R. Without the Heartbreakers, but one point of the show, on one point of the party, Joe Bruno had to go to the bathroom. He didn't want to go in the house for some strange reasons, so he went out in the backyard of the neighbors, and we thought, okay, I'll just take a piss in peace. Nobody, will, nothing will happen. All of a sudden, on cue. The light goes on in the back in the neighbor's backyard, and there he is. It was just crazy. It was like we were left like, "Whoa, what happened here, man?" Exposing himself. And more, well, he got exposed <laughs> <on> himself. <laughs> oh, I wish Adam was here. He could recall that too. He'd probably bring that up. I should have extended that, man. Well, let's get back to Wilton, though. Not to go off the topic of summer madness, but sure. You're a Wilton boy, and I was surprised to learn that you have a history. Wait, who me? Yeah, you, bud. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm sort of. I'm Plus, tangentially well, related to one. I know where yeah, you're going Scotty, with this. Scotty's, uh, rest, Scotty's restaurant and truck stop off exit 16 of uh, Interstate 87. Yes. Northway. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yes, go ahead. Well, I this, as you know, Wilton is celebrating its bicentennial this year. And I was surprised to learn that the Perillo family has kind of a stake in Scotty's restaurant throughout its history. And, mm-hmm. and uh, your family has a... Um, I think they own the joint, or it's kind of a tangential relationship, as you put it. If you could care to explain to the listeners, that would be uh, that would be great. Yeah, sure. So, uh, Scotty's Restaurant, I think, has been around for 40 years now. I think since 1970 or thereabouts. Yeah, and um, my uncle, Frank Perillo, um, hey, it used to just be like a, a, a gas station. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's... Exit 16 in Saratoga Springs in general is really uh, strategically located on 87, Mm -hmm. the north way between Montreal and New York City. It's about the halfway point. Halfway home, yeah. Halfway between Montreal and Manhattan. Right, exactly. And so, um, you know, he he 
realized it was a truck route. A lot of tractor trailers are going oh, yeah. through there. And so, you know, what, what turned out to what was originally a, a gas station for diesel fuel and for just regular cars that were taking trips up to the Adirondacks, uh, he, he essentially transformed it into a, a diner, uh, a convenience store. And, of course, a truck stop. And a truck stop. Essentially, yeah, essentially a truck stop. Stand forward, good buddy. So it was about two years into the business, and then uh, he asked my father, who was working for the state of New York at the time, um, if he wanted to join uh, Frank. Up, upstate on uh, XC16 and, and he did mm-hmm. and my dad's been working there for I think the last 37 years or so wow so he's been there he was there almost on the ground floor yeah exactly so it was just him uh, Frank my dad James Perillo or James as Junior. I like to call him Jumbo. Jumbo. Because I'm Jimbo, <laughs> and he's Big Jim, so he's Jumbo. Not Hugh Jim Bissell. Jim Bissell. Oh, all right. Don't. Uh, he's not. We can get with a joke. He doesn't know we're listening. He doesn't listen. That's no. Uh, Jumbo talking. doesn't. Jumbo doesn't listen. Shout out to Jumbo hey, and Frank Carrillo, but I don't think they know what podcasts are. Yeah, that's the Gamble Goo. And actually, the reason I'm I'm home this weekend is because it's uh, Jumbo's 70th birthday. Uh, this year, so we're having a birthday party for him. Yeah, and big shout tomorrow. out to your mama. By the way, speaking of people I follow on Instagram, I've started following your mom on Instagram too. She doesn't post a lot, but she does follow people. Oh yeah, and follow kind of keeps she follows, up. I think she follows me too. I'm not sure. I agree. I think she does as well. Yeah. Well, I follow Adam Parada's sister too. She was the one who was, uh, helped out with uh, Adam's girlfriend's book, and uh, Adam's mom helped out with a big event at Harvey for the uh, after party. I don't know if I've ever met Adam's sister. I, I know Adam's mom and dad from, um, I think we used to go to like church school together, yeah. where we used to like skip church school together, me and Adam. <laughs> and then... Uh, hey, if you listen to any of this? Some sports as well. Oh, yeah. So football. We played football and basketball together. Oh, yeah. I think you're on the varsity team. That's where Adam was. You must play basketball at the Y, too. Yeah, I, I never been to the, the varsity team. I stopped trying. Uh, for football, yes. For basketball, uh, Not too much. JV. Well, I played I played two years uh, doing, y ball, doing basketball at the YMCA. Which I saw you gave some shout-outs on Facebook oh, yeah, earlier I, I this made, week. Yeah, I, I made a joke there with the, uh, the Warriors that signed everybody on that team, me included. Yeah, so it was I you. Pe- me, Brian Becker, uh, Derek Pedrick. Uh, Mike Mikas, I don't know if you remember him. Yeah, of course. And uh, who else? Jesse Roth. Jesse Roth, the voice of reason. Yeah, it was un- completely unfair. I think it was. Uh, I think me and Joe Moen and Bill Moen were on the on. Uh, I, I played with Bill. The, the Bruno's team. I played. The, I played with Bill the next year. I played with Matt Cummings. His dad coached the team the following year. That's right. So, all right. So back to the truck stop here. You eventually got to work in the family business for, our, what, for back in your high school days. Yeah. So I did. I've done a little bit of everything. I've done pearl diving. That, mean, that means uh, washing dishes, in which case is you're the glamorous job of washing dishes. <laughs> uh, did some, clipper. Yeah. Did some. Uh, did some like uh, cash. And what I really did, especially in like my senior year, was I would be the cashier. Oh. And so uh, work with a. It's really interesting clientele at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, really fun. Yeah. Really funny. Really jerks sometimes and uh, it's open to, actually the one thing about Scotty's is that it's open 24 hours a day yeah. 7 days a week mm-hmm. uh, and closes one day a year and that's for Christmas oh yeah what, and rightfully so yeah yeah. so that's the only day of the year it's closed uh, they've got great food it's 24-7 364 awesome dinner Awesome dinner. Yeah, awesome. I haven't, uh, eat, I haven't eat. I haven't set foot in the joint in many years. I think next time I'm up here, I'm due for a visit. That's just me talking. We should go. Oh man, next hey, next time you're up here, we'll do that. We should go, sir. Welcome to Inside Podcasters Personal Lives, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, and uh, this is one of the benefits of having a podcast. You get uh, the, the freebies. 
I get, I mean, tell Frank Sakari, I get Compton hot, I get Compton beer and tater tots at Franklin Alley Social Club every time I'm down there for trivia. With great power comes great responsibility, Mr. Butt, so don't abuse it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> don't abuse your celebrity status. That's right. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go through like a, uh, we're going to finish up here with a loose set of, uh, Questions. We have to we have to probe you a little bit, not in the alien style, but now sure. you're abducted by aliens, but that whole thing. I'm sitting. All right, you're sitting. All right, okay. I'm sitting and I'm ready. All right. So, best book you've ever right. read? Um, you know what? I'm actually going to have to agree with Adam Prada. Uh, Infinite Jest. I, I love David Foster Wallace. R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. Um, I've read just about everything he's written and oh, yeah. uh, Infinite Jest well it took a long time oh yeah like 800 pages or something it's like 800 pages and there's another 300 pages of like uh, footnotes mm. um, and so I really enjoyed it together. it was really worth it and the one thing about it is you have essentially two book notes or bookmarks one for where you're reading the book one where in the back where you're at the footnotes <laughs> so that you can go back and forth oh boy yeah. but I absolutely love it um, yeah they were turned the, yeah I, you listened back to that episode where I interviewed Amy Adams served as the co-host the, ter- the tables were turned all around. We kind of improv it here. Yeah. All right. The, uh, the other book, though, uh, that I thought was really interesting, so I think was uh, two years ago, I, I read Frederick Douglass's autobiography. Oh, yeah. And that's uh, that one was really interesting, really incredible uh, mm-hmm. from a first-person perspective of what it meant to educate oneself, teach oneself how to read, mm-hmm. to, to be a slave, to... Uh, to find one own, one's own freedom uh, was very interesting and tells a, a rich history of America that I think most people, more people should should really know. There you go right there. All right. Uh, other than the beer you have in front of your favorite drink? Uh, Manhattan's. Rye Manhattan's. All right. Manhattan, Manhattan cocktail. Yeah. So, you know why, how it got the name Manhattan? Go ahead. Lay it on me. Okay. So, uh, it's the, it's, it's what, it's the contents of the drink. So, you've got Two shots of rye, one shot of sweet vermouth, two dashes of bitters, two one two, and that's the area code for Manhattan. Manhattan. Two one two. Hey. Boom. Very clever. Boom. Information for life. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, biggest pet peeve. We're really getting personal here. Uh, biggest pet peeve is going to be. I. Uh, I chew, I chew my fingernails. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I, think, I think I chew my fingernails, but uh, one of my biggest pet peeves is when I hear people clipping their fingernails oh, yeah. in isn't, public. Isn't there one, I think there's one like they clip it like, near the pool or something, they clip their toenails or was it on the Into subway? the pool. Or on the subway. I heard a story about that recently. I don't know. It was in a public place, that I know. It's one of, the, it's one of those sounds where as soon as you hear a nail clip, you, you know it, right? You know what the sound is. It's like, and you're just like, is somebody clipping their nails right now? I hope it's their <laughs> fingernails, I guess, and not their toenails. But well, I don't yeah. use finger clippers on the fingernails. I mean, it's only on the toes in my, my instance. Me as well. Me as well, sir. Oh, we have an oh, intruder, ladies and gentlemen. No. They snuck out. Come on back, man. Come on. <laughs> you fucking coward. Get, Get back here. here. Where is he? Yeah. Where's the hammer? Stop the hammering. <laughs>
<laughs> well, you on? Sam Charbonneau is here, ladies and gentlemen. Sit I have a second guest. Down. <laughs> this has just gotten off the wall crazy. How are you doing, Sammy? I'm great. He's How are you guys? He's tan and smiling from ear to ear. You edit these, right? <laughs> I do, yeah. Okay. I had to press the pause button. I didn't want all this dead air and uh, some of this music getting out, too, as we are in the back room of the parking class. And things have gone off the rails. I was just talking with Jimbo, and then you snuck in the back door, and you're all like, we got an intruder here. And Jim went and chased you, and like, get your an ass out here, man. Or in here. Get your face in front of this microphone and <laughs> do what you do best, it, yeah, or which is talk. You got, you or got a face phone. for radio. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't kidding, brother. So, um, all right, so Sam, if you want to get the origin story, I was just uh, talking with uh, Mr. Perillo over here. I get the origin story of Sam Chabonneau now that you've uh, managed to sneak your way in here. Yeah, where, are you, where were you born? Were you, are you like Mr. Perrault, Saratoga, born and bred? Oh, uh, no. Uh, not even close. Uh, Jeez. I was born in uh, the great state of New Jersey. <laughs> How disappointing not, not is that? Not a big deal. <laughs> uh, Springsteen. The great state of New Jersey. Then also, by Las Vegas... Uh, Clifton Park, and then I moved to Saratoga about 24 years ago. Well, 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 it went, oh, well. And so how old were you when you moved to Saratoga? Uh, I think it was 1993. I was probably 9 or 10 years old. What You're grade, about the same as we are. What grade is that? Uh, I, w- I moved here in 5th grade. I went to Shen. For, oh, yeah. I went to Arenda uh, for, until 5th grade. And then we moved to Saratoga, and I, I finished 5th grade there. And then uh, I started in Saratoga in the middle school. What is your longest podcast, Jason? Do you, have, do you know the length of your longest podcast? I think I went an hour and ten minutes. This was the one after I one I did after Memorial Day weekend. Is that the one where you, I was, you I made just, me listen to your uh, Cards Against Humanity? Cards Against Humanity. Game? I only know that. Yeah. Well, speaking of Cards Against Humanity, that's like a tradition in the Perillo family. Now you play that every Christmas Day. Yes, we play. We wait for the kids when the kids leave, and it's just like the adults that have been drinking all afternoon, <laughs> and morning, and evening. Uh, we bring out Cards Against Humanity and we play with, uh, there's like a select group of us. It's like me, my brother, Michael, uh, my mom and dad. I met, I think, I believe Mike I met at the uh, Barrel House day, two days before Christmas. Yes, you did. Our significant others. Mike left with your parents, if I can have, if memory serves. Yes, and I stayed back to uh, make sure everybody got home okay. Oh, yeah. That's what I was doing, staying late. Uh, and then usually like my Aunt Karen... And my uncle Paul. Karen and Paulie. <laughs> Sounds like something out of Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah Karen. And That's then, all the money that we had, Karen. Karen. <laughs> Sorry. that gravy. Karen. Nobody goes us. to jail, Karen. And well, then exactly CJ and Brianna. And we all play. And it's just like, you hear my, I've heard my mother say words I never thought I would <laughs> hear her say. Nothing is quite crazier than hearing I play with, I play with a bunch of adults I've met through Meetup. I've gotten to know them, and I've done like three Memorial Day picnics, and not one has gone by without a game of Cards Against Humanity. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's a fun game, yeah. There's one person There's one person I know, he has like a pack, and there's like uh, even filthier, darker sense of humor than a normal pack of Cards Against Humanity. They just write them on the card there, and it's just absolutely... Uh, you just take a sharpie, just cross out the answer, and just put an even uh, darker sense of humor on. Get a new answer in there, and just 
Oh, it's Looney Yeah, Tunes. they weren't dark enough. Yeah, they weren't dark enough, you know. <laughs> have, have you uh, have you ever seen, like, they do, like, Cards Against Humanity does, like, a, a Christmas oh, I've sort heard of, like, about, gifts, I've heard right? about this. This got to fly here, ain't And I gave, uh, I gave my brother at one time, and they came out with, like, 15 new cards. And one of them was, like, here lies Michael Perillo. He was known for blank and blank. That's a, that was like a pick two right there. <laughs> and uh, and then there was another one that was just Michael Perillo that you could just that was like the answer that you could give. And uh, I don't know, it was funny. <laughs> I don't know what I used it for, but it was fantastic. There you go. I like the. She has also uh, this person who cards against you, man. They have like the uh, the bonus packs you can get too, like pack extenders or whatever they're called. Yeah. Get additional cards in there. So yeah, I, I, from what I understand, they're doing expansion packs and making it crazier oh, yeah. and crazier. Is there like a holiday pack? Is there like a 90s theme pack? My takeaway from that game is once seeing full-blown adults, moms and dads read the cards, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> I think, what they were getting at. You ain't, been in my, you ain't been in my group, I'll tell you that much. If we keep that down to the minimum, let me, with, the, with the parents playing that game, let me tell you, there's only one in the whole bunch, I'm not going to mention him. Anyway... <laughs> so I was asking. So if you you can jump in if you want to. I mean, this is not the first time I've had a, a special guest co-host here. But uh, as we were getting back to Jim, is uh, Sam looks like he's uh, going looking like a, a crazy dog who just heard a loud noise. I he's, feel like I feel like he just he's starstruck. Just, uh, Jason, <laughs> he listens. To, do you listen to the podcast? Sam? I do listen to the podcast. Hey, I'm a, I'm, I gave you the I gave you the I gave you the death on the Facebook post, but not on the podcast. We, I already told you about episode forty-eight. I crossed paths with you on Broadway. I was just killing time before I had to meet Adam Parada and girlfriend at Harvey's. That's right. I ran I ran away from my meal at Max London's to come say hi to you. <laughs> to meet the humble host in traffic. Uh, yeah, pedestrian traffic. Yeah, he, he had the umbrella because it was getting ready to rain that day. Anyway, so Jim, uh, we already covered biggest pet pee. We already did. Um, Favorite drink, best book you've ever read, favorite movie of all time? Uh, it's gonna have to be. Favorite movie of all time is gonna be a. Uh, uh, probably, like, I really do like Step Brothers. It's absolutely one of the dumbest right, movies on the face of the planet. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going with Step Brothers. Oh, John C. Riley. Did you see the, uh, you know, I just saw the Mr. Rogers oh, documentary. I've been wanting to see that. Won't you be my neighbor? It was really nice. I went by myself uh, this afternoon, so like one we, afternoon. And, um, you know, it's one of those theaters where you have to, like, reserve the seat that you're going to sit in. Oh. And so, apparently. Oh, it's one of those theaters. This, one of those. this woman sits next to me, and, like, halfway through it, she is just bawling her oh. eyes out. And I'm like, are you okay? I, did I pick the wrong seat? I was like, What's are you, going on, are you okay? He's like, yes, this is beautiful. Like, oh, it is beautiful. You're right. It was really nice. I, I highly recommend it. I don't know. Did you ever watch Mr. Rogers as a kid? I've, I've seen oh, it. Yes. I'll tell you, I've never said this. My sister hated Mr. Rogers. Oh. I was. I thought he was all right looking back on it. He was a I, minister, which I didn't know at the time. That's right. I love boys and girls. <laughs> but when you say it like that, yeah. that yeah. <laughs> and of course, Eddie Murphy did like the and traffic course, light and the fish tank and, and the course, and of course, uh, Eddie, and of course, uh, the crawling to the land of make believe that wasn't making stops in Brooklyn. Let me tell you, no, these not Flatbush. It, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't making stops at Grand Central, going all the way to Grand Central Station. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sammy. Yeah, if you want, Bushwick. All right, all right Sammy. <laughs> All right, he wasn't going anywhere near a Biggie and Jay Z grew up. That's for sure. <laughs> Marcy, 
Marcy. Marcy Playground. Oh, All right, Sammy, uh, your favorite movie since you joined in on us. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm putting you on the I spot. Have, I, I have quite a few favorite movies. Uh, I think the best movie of all time is probably Forrest Gump, quite honestly. Yeah, I think yeah. if you landed on planet Earth Earth's and then like, you what's re- planet Earth like? You're like, here, watch this. Have you ever seen 2001 Space Odyssey? I've seen yeah. it, yeah. I, I hear it's like absolutely amazing. I've never Stanley, seen it. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick is yeah. the I'm sorry. All Stanley Kubrick stuff I, is insane. I, I don't think I can do that, Dave. That's, <laughs> Hal, that's my impression of Hal. Uh, the whole thing. Uh, we actually went to. We were out in LA, and there was a big Stanley Kubrick exhibit. Oh yeah. Showed all the stuff from uh, the props and some of the stuff they shot. The movie it was pretty. Well, like the only real Kubrick film I've seen from beginning to end was Clockwork Orange. Oh, you saw? Oh, I haven't seen it all the way through. Yeah, it's another one. I don't like. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. <laughs> no time to. No time to read. It. All right. No time for the old in and out loud, but just come to read the meter. But uh, one of my Shining? favorite movies. I uh, heard it. Red rum. He's <laughs> <laughs> just two twins like Danny, hanging out, creeping out, people out. Oh, it's they had uh, at at the exhibit. They had the twins' dresses. They had Ooh, the typewriter. Um, this is very bizarre. This is oh, very cool. Man. I think one of my favorite funny movies has got to be Caddyshack, though. Oh yeah, I'm I'm there with you, man. Uh, you do you quote a lot there. You quote a lot there, especially on the golf course. That was actually uh, Harold Ramis's. Uh, first, he directed that. That was his first movie. Oh, really? Yeah. That was his first one. Oh, yeah. Wait. All-star cast. You had Rodney Dangerfield. You had Chevy Chase. You had uh, Ted Knight. Small in, get your foot off the boat. <laughs> All right. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. What are you doing Saturday? <laughs> How'd you like to mow my lawn? You know what? <laughs> I take it back. I think Ghostbusters <laughs> might be my favorite movie oh, like, of all time. The, this is the original with Ramis and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, and all yeah. I used to watch it as a kid like all the time. I had it like, recorded oh, yeah. on VHS, and I would just watch it. Yeah. It's, not a, it's not a movie for a child of six or seven <laughs> years old, but it's one that I used to watch. And we were fast I mean, it stands up. Man, it's crazy. If it came on just before my Lyft driver showed up, there was a chance I would cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I, I've seen Bill Murray... His son owns a restaurant in Greenpoint, oh, that's right. which we've is like where I live. Oh, it's awesome. And so <laughs> it's very good. We've been there a couple of times, and uh, it just—it's very good. But I, got, I saw him once or twice, and I was honestly oh, starstruck. I—I I, wow. I, I didn't know what to do other than just stare at him wasn't and that, not pay attention birthday? to my date. Was it? Uh, yeah, it was just some other time. It was my birthday. I was sick. Oh, I had the flu. Wow. I had the flu. I was sick. I went out. You had the fever dream. And uh, yeah, I had a fever fever dream, and uh, it was Bill Murray. Well, Frank Sicari was not didn't have a fever dream when he and his wife saw Bill Murray in Schenectady. He was at Proctor some time ago. Oh, oh yeah? yeah? What were they up there for? I think it was like some sort of classical music thing. I forget what it was now. But uh, Bill Murray, he, 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 Frank loves Bill Murray, especially the films of Wes Anderson. But and do you know that for their reception, they based the whole thing on a Wes Anderson movie, The Grand Budapest Hotel? So I, ha- I know the movie. But I've never seen it. Like the, Bill seen Murray, it. the films of Wes Anderson. In fact, you go in the bar, Franklin Alley, you face the bar, look to your right, there's a picture of Steve Zissou, Bill Murray from The Life Aquatic. Bill Murray is Steve Zissou from The Life Aquatic. That one I know. Oh, uh, yeah. Frank even went as him for Halloween this past year. <laughs> I saw the picture of him and his wife, Heidi. Like, Heidi went with, like, Farrah Fawcett, something, something. What did you dress up as for Halloween? I've kind of stopped doing that for Halloween. I mean, I wasn't in the mood for that because... 
it was sometime after my mom passed away that this happened. I might do it again this coming year, but we'll see what happens on that front. All right. Any ideas? Boy. Any ideas yeah. what you're going to dress up as this year? Uh, too soon to find out. Let me get to the summer first. I am, uh, I am trying as hard as possible to make this the longest podcast at the Keep It To Yourself podcast. <laughs> we've, never gone, we've never gone an hour and a half. Why not? I've only gone an hour ten. I am going to be... Hammered if this thing goes on for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you might, I might pa- serving? I might pause. I might pause the podcast so you can just go get another beer. I'm not going to keep the meter running as it were. All right, Sam. <laughs> this I'm is costing ask- us money. <laughs> <laughs> you pay by the minute. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it doesn't get that way. Anyway, uh, Sam, I let me get the first question. Uh, best book you've ever read, if you can remember that. Uh, or if I'm you've boring. ever read one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm boring. I read all business crap. Uh, actually, right now I'm reading uh, Between a Rock and a Hard Place, the oh. 127 Hour Story. Uh, it's Ooh. pretty crazy. Um, I don't know. What's Honestly, I've read, like most of the books I read are just stupid business crap. Uh, okay. Uh, I know Jim hates him, but I, I, I like some Malcolm Gladwell stuff. <laughs> oh, like, oh, like Tipping Point? Uh, yeah, I was like, I was like Tipping Point. I didn't like Blink as much. But Is like this your new pet peeve? Let's hear it, Jimbo. You know what? I, I actually do like have it. Like I, I do have a new pet peeve. Okay, go ahead. Malcolm Gladwell takes generalities and makes a pseudo, <laughs> takes, takes like the lowest, the lowest hanging fruit, oh. writes a book about it, and all of a sudden, like, if the Beatles did 10,000 hours of uh, music, <laughs> and I, I, I don't know, I... It's essentially, I don't know, I, I'm not going to say, this is, this is maybe not a family podcast, but I'm not going to say what I was about to say, which is essentially, <laughs> he blows my mind at the fact that he is a New York Times bestseller, and he's like, just do something for $10,000 and you'll be great at it. I, I mean, Blink, Blink was well, terrible. Uh, I read Blink and then said, I didn't like Blink I hate this much. guy. I liked, I liked Tibby Blink. The hu- you're from Brooklyn, the Hush Puppy story is from there, isn't it? <laughs> Hush puppy. <laughs> then again, so is Biggie and Jay Z. All right, so Sam, uh, what else did I? Ask? So he likes he likes self help books and uh, <laughs> and Malcolm working. Gladwell. All right, so it, all right, so I did book and we did big we did um, we did crap. Um, I was gonna I was gonna do we did movie we did I'm off the tracks here. We did movie we did biggest pet peeve we did best book you ever read. How about favorite drink there, uh, Mr. Charbonneau? Oh. God, uh, that's an easy one. Uh, twisted Tea. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I knew I should have said wow, Twisted next, Tea. Next question. Twisted Tea, next question. Who are you, you Drew Rosenhaus with Terrell Owens? It's a, like kind of like a, a running joke that became into a passionate obsession. <laughs> it's delicious. My dentist loves it, too, because I keep oh, going yeah. with cavities. Oh, yeah. Right, they well. both... <laughs> Okay, folks, uh, we're back now. Sam has uh, gotten the drinks for everybody, and uh, Colin has settled down once more on the Keep It To Yourself podcast 50th episode, the Golden Jubilee, if you will. Old Dusty Rose here talking with Jim Perrillo. How are you there, baby? I'm good, baby, baby. That's a different wrestler from up north. I never heard of the guy. We're doing good, baby. Baby, baby. We're here at the Henry... We're not at the Henry Street Tavern. We're across the street, baby. Get... Oh, Sam's phone just went off. <laughs> I <laughs> see what it is, man. I... <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know who that is. All right, well, don't mention his name on the air. He doesn't know we're listening. Just tell him, he'll leave a voicemail one way or the other. Hello? It's me. Sam's not here. Hey, man, new phone, who this? No, new phone, who this? Yeah. New phone, who, new phone, who this there? Woo! 
Ric Flair here, limousine driving. Styling. Styling profile. profile. Woo! Happy 50th episode to the Keep It To Yourself podcast. I gotta tell you, Tony Schiavone. Uh, Tony's not here, Rick. Who cares? We're gonna dance. Woo! We're gonna party. Woo! As soon as you're done with this episode, I wanna take you to the Marriott. I'm going to take you to the hall. I'm going to get you drunk. Woo! On Kamikaze. As soon as you're done, I'm going to have one of the fine ladies take you up to the hotel room, and you will get to ride. Woo! Space Mountain. Woo! Thank you, Nature Boy. Rick Flair. Thank oh, you, beautiful. Boy. We have a cavalcade of guests here, man. Uh, hey, listen, uh, hey, Charles Barkley, how you doing, knucklehead? It's great to be here. And this happy 50th episode. Why are you doing a milestone episode for your 50th? I don't get it. You knucklehead. Uh, I don't get it too. I'm still new. Big clock has to check. Inside the NBA. Fresh beard. I want to say congratulations to you. Hey, who's this other knucklehead you got? That's Jim Perello. Say hi to Chuck and Shaq from inside the NBA. Hey, Chuck. Shaq. Hey, it's great to meet you, knucklehead. This is terrible. Why are you guys in the back room all quiet and everything? I don't know, man. Let's get out of here, Shaq. All right, see you later. Here okay. we go. All right. Chuck here. and Shaq right. have uh, left the room as Sam has come back. Oh, thank you, sir. Three-fisted. Oh, two-fisted. Three-fisting. That's his nickname in college. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's on a short list my parents had. <laughs> Speaking of which, Sam, uh, where did you go to college? I know Mr. Perla went to uh, IC. Oh, I started in uh, Hudson Valley. So oh, yeah? When I got a really had no idea what the heck I was going to do, and then I ended up at Hartwick College. Graduate from there. Or so some of us wish. <laughs> all right, so this thing went off the rail. You went to go get the drinks, and then all of a sudden uh, hilarity broke out while you were away, and then... And then you came back. And it and changed, stopped immediately. Yeah, you chased two, <laughs> NBA, you chased two NBA Hall of Famers out of here. And two professional wrestlers, one deceased, one not. One almost deceased. One as deceased of last, and one not, baby. <laughs> one, almost, one almost deceased as of last August. Well, he kicked out, man, Ric Flair. Ric Flair. That was sad. Almost what happened. I mean, we thought we were going to lose him at that point. So, something about Ric Flair. So, my father, Jumbo, he has white hair. Like a big quaff of white hair. <laughs> He also has a white mustache, which oh. Ric Flair did not have. But when we were in high school, uh, we used to call him Rick, like Joey Moen and Bill Moen, <laughs> and we all used to call him Rick, the Nature Boy. <laughs> and we had a, we had a t-shirt, he had a T-shirt that we printed the Nature Boy on, and he used to wear it all over the place. He still wears it sometimes. <laughs> the one thing is, I never had whoo, a mustache. <laughs> I did not have any facial hair. I did not even have a flavor saver for Dooney on my left, Jenny on my right. It wouldn't look good at the Marriott. Sucking out <laughs> it's Harvey's and my birthday all over again, except Parada Bruno and that other fellow are in here. Sorry, the you Marriott. guys. I just love that Ric Flair keeps referring to the, the Marriott. Marriott. Go to the hotel like... bar, suck down Kamikaze's way back there. <laughs> well, that also works for Marriott, doesn't he? <laughs> Dazo Spiritus. <laughs> Which, I realized his last name is not Spiritus uh, recently. I heard his uh, voicemail, and it was like, Spiritus. If so that's have, that's what's been keeping you up. 
If you I have accepted four days. <laughs> yeah. If you have spiritus, take propofol. Side <laughs> <laughs> yeah. effects include vomiting, nausea, headaches, <laughs> diarrhea, <laughs> upset stomach. <laughs> Kutasso? He has spiratus? Oh <laughs> my god. I'm so sorry. Going to live. Cramps. Oh my god. Bloating. <laughs> so it also causes. What is John John? How's, how's John John holding up? It also causes spiratus. Side effects. It's going off the rails. <laughs> this Take this for spiratus. The side effect is spiratus. <laughs> what are the side effects? Well, you'll probably still have it. It's one of them. Two degrees of spiritus. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> When's the generic drug come out? That's what I'm wondering. Oh you guys god. are tremendous. <laughs> Best episode ever. <laughs> it took 50. Yes! Yes! <laughs> I knew it. Broke me. I knew it. Perillo broke him, ladies and gentlemen. Perillo out. It's <laughs> <laughs> been an hour and 10. It's been an hour and 12. Alright, turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> This is not getting any better. Please fast forward. Go listen to WTF with Mark Maron. <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to Bruce Pritchard. Now, Bruce, tramp me up on this. He cracked up during the podcast. What happened there, Bruce? <laughs> uh, Tony, anybody? <laughs> Rumor <laughs> and innuendo. And out the other. <laughs> so, do you do you watch Mark Maron? Or do you listen to I've Mark heard of, I've heard the podcast. Uh, you watch that, that Glow on Netflix? Oh, I should get into that too. I have Netflix through my sister. I've already texted you about that. It's uh, it's like women's prof- it's like a women's yeah, professional like back wrestling. in the eighties. But they're doing like I think they're doing like I think this is like the making of Glow. This is like the behind the scenes. Uh, yeah. Season two now. I gotta catch up on season one. I always wonder. Like Mark Marion is like a recovering drug addict. And they just have He's him, the creator of Glow. And they just have him doing... Yeah, showing IFC, too. They just have him doing cocaine in the sh- episode the whole time. <laughs> that can't be good for a recovering addict. Yeah, they're like, here, I let's enable you, literally. What the fuck, next? <laughs> let's, just roll, let's just roll with this <laughs> for a fuck? season. <laughs> so, <laughs> Go ahead. I, don't know uh, if you, I did I don't see know the pilot. The, the pilot's good. I don't know, oh, if, good. I don't know if you've... Uh, Given any, not watch given any opinions on this yet because it's all pretty new, Go but ahead. there's been a lot of NBA moves. Oh man, we got the soup. We got, all right, we got into the issue. That was a surprise, not the biggest surprise with LeBron going to LA. DeMarcus Cousins going to the Golden State Warriors. Pretty wild. Yeah. Did you see that uh, uh, Tony Parker? He's going to the Pelicans, I think. He, or the Hornets. He just signed for oh, the Hornets. Charlotte, yeah. yeah. The, well, there you go. This man in the Spurs. Sorry, Adam Parada, if you're listening. Sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. Kaiwee's next. Hey, Where do you think he's going? I think he stays in Boston. I don't know. Is he a free agent this year? Kaiwee Leonard? Oh, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi. I thought he said Kyrie Irving. Kyrie's no, no, no. staying in Boston. Yeah. I don't have to play. He's like, oh, thank goodness. I don't have to play in the same conference as LeBron anymore. They're probably going to the... They're probably like a contender for the finals. I mean, them oh, and yeah. uh, the 76ers right now. Oh, boy. Yeah. They thought LeBron would go to Philadelphia, but now he's in Los Angeles. I don't know how he can handle LeVar Ball and, Le- and Lonzo and all the rest of them. There's been a couple articles about that. Did you see recently. the Facebook thread I did early Monday morning? It was like uh, the only thing that would have made this trade worse for Cleveland if Lonzo Ball had been in the deal. They had to deal with his dad. <laughs> it's worse we lost LeBron, a local boy. Now we got to deal with Lonzo Ball and his crazy dad. <laughs> I said, like, grief counseling available for Cavaliers fans, ice packs for the rest of the Eastern Conference. <laughs> I had finally forgotten about him. LeVar <laughs> Ball? Yeah, the dad. <laughs> well, he's going to be... I've never lost. 
he's going to be all over. Uh, it's going to be ridiculous. He's like, it's just going to be a, a crazy. Yeah, season. two kids playing. Li- yeah, two kids playing Lithuania. Is is Melo playing in Lamelo or Lamelo? Yeah. Well, I think he was in Lithuania too. I don't know what happened. I think. Wait, was Lonzo Ball got in the NBA? He was suspended in. Uh, it was like UCLA. The team was in China. Yep. He got. He got. He and some teammates got pinched for shoplifting. Yep. That I remember. Oh yeah. They had to thank and uh, then President Trump. Forty-five. Online. Oh jeez. Forty-five had to get help get him out. Thanks, forty-five. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks, Lowe's, for that. All right. So uh, we went off the rails with the podcast and everything. Uh, my cheek muscles have never gotten that much exercise. I've never <laughs> laughed so hard in uh, in a long time. <laughs> Well, hang out with us. All right, man. We'll make it a daily occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Sam, uh, I got. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask you like. Uh, all, right, did, all right, we already did book. We already did pet biggest pet peeve. I was done biggest pet peeve out of you. Let's uh, pick it up there. Oh my God, my biggest pet peeve. Yeah, go ahead. His was toenails. His Honestly, I'll, toenail I'll, clipping. I'll tell you what. Public. My my biggest and, pet peeve is and Malcolm Gladwell. People. <laughs> I may have asked you this already. I mean, do people you, do you want... who who don't know how to take a left turn at a yellow light. Especially you know, when you're new... supposed to pull out in the intersection, like pull out in the I'm middle. I'm said pull out in the intersection. I thought pull I, out when, other when things. When it turns <laughs> red and someone and someone doesn't go, at least the one person, you're like, you gotta be kidding me gotta be kidding me even if you get the green arrow right after that it's still like the point of it and that irritates that irritates me big time I don't drive (laughs) (laughs) you're down in Brooklyn you don't really need a car I have not had a car since 2005 yeah I haven't paid health I haven't paid health insurance I haven't paid car insurance I haven't paid a car payment I haven't I don't even know how to register my car at this point it's been 13 years we rent cars though they do all that for you. Yeah, Uber, Lyft, car to go. We rented car. some cars. No, none of it. We drove one up a mountain. We drove one to Maine. What are you doing? Hey, summer. We drove one. The summer, summer madness. madness right? Summer madness episode. But this has gone all over the joint. It's like the topic has been inconsequential. If the last few minutes have been anything to go on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just madness. It's just, I feel like madness. We got that though. He stopped. Word madness. Lie, all right. So, <laughs> all right. So like summer madness, you probably did some crazy shit in the summertime way back when. Uh, which summer? <laughs> last year? Any, anyone, anyone you want, broski. Anything you can pull out. Uh, the last probably ten years of summers have been crazy. Oh. We've done a lot of, we've traveled a lot of places, done a lot of stuff. Um, God, bro. Actually, probably last summer was one of my favorite trips. We went to Colorado, oh, yeah. and we went to Red Rocks, and then we went oh, out yeah. to, we went up Mount Evans, we went, like, saw a little bit of Colorado, uh, it was pretty cool. We went to Iceland. Oh. September. Yeah. Uh, Makes the car. I got married. No, Anna. I know oh, Anna's so, there right now, I believe. So did uh, Julia Lou. Julia Lou got married there. She was a year younger than us uh, oh, from Saratoga. Uh, we just went last September. It was incredible. Oh, uh, yeah. Very cool trip. Well, Frank, um, Frank's half Icelandic, so that was pretty meaningful for him to get hitched over there. You mentioned the hot dogs on the last season. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Well, they, I told him, like, well, the shame Iceland didn't make the knockout stage of the World Cup. Right. I would have liked Icelandic hot dogs. We said, hey, man, we tried to hold one for you, but they sold out. I knew he was like tongue in cheek. Literally the first thing we ate in the airport when we 
I don't know what would have made. I, I'm gonna have to ask Frank next time I see him. Like, what would have made Icelandic hot dog different than an American hot dog? I'm like, it was more a rhetorical question than it's anything like else. It's like this mayonnaise and crispy onions and crazy stuff they put all over it. It's awesome. Oh yeah, now I know. I guess that must have been the inspiration for having like the those type of toppings you can get, not just on a hot dog, but tater tots. They so, have those in um, the pack house. It's. Uh, downstairs, buddy. Frank it's not quite, I'm sure it's not quite the vegan. It's, <laughs> You'll get it one day, It's not Carrillo. a vegan hot dog, but I'm telling you, it is. Yeah. Hey, Charmin, I'm going to take you down there next time you're in town, buddy. We have to go down there. I haven't been down to the um, to Franklin Alley yet. Um, but I've been down to Albany Distilling, this one. Oh, yeah, Albany Distilling. His brother Rick owns that joint. I was there for uh, friends and family. I think they opened the bar and bottle shop in, in Albany uh, beginning of April. It's beautiful. I got the drink on the house, man. That was I had a cinnamon old fashioned. Nice. It is good, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, really nice there. It's uh, very cool. Yeah, but there. Uh, I think they're. I think gentrification has kind of hit Albany because some of these older buildings are coming down. They're going to put like luxury apartments up there. Really soon. Yeah. Which means that it's coming back. Which means that people want to yeah. move there, which has I, not I, been the case. I kind of. I kind of address the. Uh, I kind of address the other side of it. With like uh, gentrification. The, or? Yeah. I, well, all these other people are getting. Uh, forced out of their homes they're going to make they're going to have like luxury apartments i mean you've seen that in brooklyn yep saratoga in a saratoga in a sense i like upstate communities have been kind of uh slow to react in that regard right they're kind of, kind just, of late to the party in that regard. there's just not enough housing right that just anywhere like anywhere where there's growing there's just not enough housing yeah. um, affordable housing yeah. or just housing in general it's crazy right. absolutely crazy yes. hey did you what did you do for july 4th oh um i just had a um uh, Again, for, welcome to the inside the podcast of life, folks. <laughs> well, I went to a friend's house, had a pool party and a uh, and a uh, cookout, as I've addressed earlier in this episode, when it was just me talking. Oh, so I had a good time. I didn't hear that. Sorry, because it was just you. Well, no, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm up with a. I'm up with the. It was just me talking. Anyway, it was a group of friends with whom I met, and I had a good afternoon and early evening. Everybody probably broke up right about 6 o'clock. So did you see fireworks or not? Uh, not live, but uh, I, I walked a bit of the Macy's. Um, I, went to, I walked a bit of the Macy's fireworks from New York. Nice. Yeah, I, I got to see a little bit of those, too. Oh, Billy, you get to, do you get to see him from Brooklyn? You probably go on a rooftop. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, we did that. Uh, Billy Moen was actually having uh, a, yeah, he had a baby, baby shower. He's about to be... Big shout to you, Bill. Congrats in advance on becoming a dad. Looks like I'm not going to be uh, able to get you on the podcast anytime soon. Because I wanted to get him back on the show to um, talk about uh, running the New York City Marathon for three years on the bounce That's and right. other things. I did have him on the show to talk about when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yeah. How he watched the game and also um, going to Philly for the victory parade. Yeah. Talked a little about that with Adam. He was at his girlfriend's brother's house yeah, yeah, in Los Angeles. That. His girlfriend's brother's a big Eagles fan, as is Mr. Parada. And, uh, yeah, so like, I, we were sp- I was supposed to go to the party, and uh, actually the, the the traffic was like, it, took, it was going to take an hour for us to get there, and there would have only been about an hour left in the party yeah, so you Bill been. this is my public apology for not going but the uh, <laughs> the gift is in the mail so yeah. uh, my my bad so, I love you very so much so you have to hear it like this yeah, yeah, so you have to hear it like this on a public podcast groveling on a podcast I think we may have crossed the line I think this Sorry is not the line sorry to hear this line. in the notes of the episode as you're reading recently downloaded episodes <laughs> <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think we may have made history. This 50th episode is now the longest in the history of this podcast. <laughs> Boom! <I> <laughs> oh, man. Steak, no steak, better steak. way. <laughs> steak, steak, steak. 
<laughs> baby, rapper. baby. It's too sweet to be sour, too long to be under an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Charbonneau for the win. Well, I don't know how, well, guys. Damn it. I, this is like a tight 10, more like a uh, flaccid four or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing personal questions. I didn't have any notes. Who told I just, you? I just freeballed it, that's all. <laughs> Top of the dome, son. All right, uh, we're finally going to wrap up this madness because I don't know how much me or the listeners can take. But So, um, final question, this is philosophical. Who is Jason Bolt and what has he meant to you? Oh, uh, Jason Bullet uh, is... An inspiration to me, quite honestly. I uh, and, and honestly, a, a, a great friend, someone I've known for, I guess we've just said, 27 years, and someone I'm so glad that I was able to reconnect with. Uh, you know, you're you're great human being. I admire what you're doing. I admire the fact that you've you know shown the world. You put you're wearing your heart on your sleeve, yep. and you're doing something that you enjoy and that and that you love. And I admire that very much in you, sir. And uh, thank you for having me on your podcast. I uh, love you, it. You, you, sir, are most, it. you, sir, are most welcome. Sam? Uh, that's pretty yeah, tough to Why don't you follow that? You've always been a great guy to me. I didn't uh, grow up in Saratoga my whole life, but you've always been great to me. Uh, I thought you were related to Jeslin, but you shot down those rumors when we were across the street <laughs> just two months ago. Uh Jim got me into your podcast. Your podcast is pretty personal to me. And, oh, yeah. uh, I really, really enjoy it, and uh, I think you should keep doing it. I mean, congratulations on 50 episodes. I think there's going to be 50 more, and if we don't, if we didn't just ruin that, it, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> the next 50 ought to be. I don't know what the folks at Podbean. I don't know what the terms are for Podbean, but uh, wow. but I uh, appreciate you having me on, man, and uh, keep doing it, man. Yeah. All right, well, there you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've done it. Cheers. 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 Go Lock, Sponge, Saludos. And, of course, to your dad, a happy 70th to him. Thank you. And that is it, folks. My thanks to Jim Perrell and my thanks to uh, our uh, intruder slash uh, run-in guest, Mr. Sam Charbonneau. <laughs> and uh, this is it, folks. We are uh, done from the parting glass in Saratoga Springs. Thanks for making history with us, folks. Happy, we are out. Happy 50th. And happy 4th of July if you're still celebrating. Bye-bye now. In other doings on podcast land before I go, the Break It Down show, Pete A. Turner and the boys had themselves a heck of a week. They interviewed Fabien Cousteau, the son of the legendary Jacques Cousteau, the great undersea water explorer. And also there was a series called Prison Chronicles, which is a great listen and everybody should listen to. Peter Winston and Greens from Allentown looked back at an episode of ECW Television from October 13, 1995, and the most recent episode of the Sportscasters, which as a recording dropped yesterday, Steve Bennett interviewed Joe Manello about the rise of online brackets with the absence of this year's NCAA basketball tournament due to the pandemic. Hey, we did something like that around New Year's for the best of the 2010s. Go back and have a listen to that. It's part two of our holiday audio shit fest. Me, Adam Parada, and Joe Bruno. Chopping it up. And also, Steve Bennett interviewed John Pessa, who has a book out about the great Yogi Berra, the legendary New York Yankees catcher of many years ago. And speaking of sports, I'm real excited that all these sports are coming back. Actually, it's with both excitement and trepidation, a brief trip into Jason's Sports Corner after a good long while. 
NBA is going to be coming back within two weeks. The NHL will be starting up again. Have this little crazy tournament. The Corona Cup, if you want to call it that. Baseball will be back pretty soon. Still some uncertainty about the NFL, though. Though college football looks like it's not going to be going in full force that it has been in past years due to the pandemic. But still, I'm happy the sports are back and I'll be watching and hopefully talking about them, too. Even with no fans in the stands and artificial crowd noise pointing into the speakers. I apologize for that. It's getting a bit late here. So I want to wrap it up and say thanks for listening to this episode of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. Episode number 102 in the series. I never take the audience for granted. Never have, never will. If you like what you're hearing, check this out. And also... CR Crime, my true crime podcast, where this week we celebrate Cohoes' 150th anniversary by looking at our first ever cold case, and that was the fire in Cohoes on June 2nd, 1978. Did Virginia Grotto really do it, or was somebody else involved? Listen and find out for yourself. Instead of using Washed Out, I'm going to use one of the artists who passed away due to this dread COVID-19 disease, and that is Manu Dibongo. He had a song out in 1972, a one-hit wonder internationally called Soul Makosa. If you heard Michael Jackson's Wanna Be Starting Something, you're probably familiar with it. It caused a great deal of controversy when the latter song came out. So rest in peace, Manu Dibango, John Prine, Lil Richard, and all those who have passed away from coronavirus. Thanks as ever for listening. I'll catch you on the next one, whenever that may be. And as always, and above all else... Wait for it. Wait for it. Keep smiling. And wash your hands and wear a mask while you're at it. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog. <laughs>